All right, guys, this podcast is not going to be about COVID-19. It's not going to be about how you should stay six feet apart from the homeowner. It's not about how you should wash your hands before you do an installation. This podcast is about how uh, companies are leveraging technology today to close more deals during COVID-19 and also position themselves to honestly kill the competition after this whole thing passes. Yep. There is a whole market share out there and what you're doing today and what you put in place today um, is just going to help you not only crush it today, but crush it tomorrow once this thing blows over. And I'm really excited for an interview we have at the end today. Um, Kevin Fetterman, um, who was in charge of marketing over at G Fidel Roofing and Siding. Um, amazing. Just so many good insights. Um, what they're using, technology tools, um, virtual appointment processes, things like that. So um, really good stuff today. Um, so stick around. Hey, what's up, everyone? I'm Matt Miner. I'm Josh Carter. This is episode number four of Built By Podcast, episode number two of Quarantine. Um, we've had, uh, I think it was about two weeks off, um, just things are a whirlwind on the marketing side um, for every industry. Um, so it's it's nice to get back to a little bit of normalcy. Um, we're going to share a few slides now. I know a couple of people are probably listening, so we'll talk through these. But these are some really good insights and some data we found that you can apply to your business today and take full advantage of building that pipeline for May and um, crushing it not only now, but when this thing blows over. And the good news, guys, is that only six out of 50 states consider home improvement as non-essential businesses. So, you know, if you're not in Washington, Michigan, Pennsylvania, New York, Vermont, um, and a couple others, you're good. Um, you can operate as a home improvement company as normal, obviously, while maintaining those social distance guidelines. But you can continue operating as normal. And that's something that you should be leading with. Um, mm -hmm. You know, we encourage you to push uh, that messaging forward. A lot of companies that are succeeding right now, a lot of our customers are, are doing that, um, saying, you know, we are an essential business. Uh, we can still get the job done. Let's chat, incorporate those financing offers as well, since the interest rates got cut. Um, so that is, you know, the good news here is in the beginning, there was a lot of gray area, I feel like, right, Matt, where like mm -hmm. nobody knew if construction was essential or non-essential there was a lot of gray area there and there's still a few states where it's still a gray area but for the most part you're uh hopefully and if you're listening you're an essential business in your state yeah yeah and it's um it's pretty amazing so we went to home depot the other day and i know this is an anecdotal story but the place was still packed with people trying to get projects done um, a lot of contractors there getting supplies for other projects that they had on the docket um and it was interesting to see that because um, I don't think anything was happening outside of my house. Um, mm -hmm. But then we did a little digging into the data and some search trends. And what we found was that, you know, people are sitting around their house. They have time to do these projects now and people are interested. And um, over the last month, there was a huge uptick in people looking for um, information on home DIY, um, starting these projects. And instead of going dark, like I, for one, we got midway through that fence project and I was about to throw the hammer across the room. Like that's when you can convert a customer if you just get in front of them. Um, so um, 
these stats show that, you know, people are still looking to get things done. Yeah. And look at home improvement. That search yeah. term on Google is up. I think it's like 15% month over month. So more folks are looking to get jobs done. And like you mentioned, Matt, I mean, the DIY thing, I mean, folks, you, you get a project done and then you see something else that you want to tackle and you might not be able to tackle it. So you want to look for home improvement. We got yeah. roofers here, right? <laughs> yeah. Roofers. Yeah. And like, it's, it's amazing. Like when you finish one project, like you said, and um, depending on how many beers you had, you have another one, there's no way you can knock out the next project. So, um, and like roofing, this is something that is, it's been stable. It's, this is 90 days since the beginning of the year. Um, and there hasn't been a big downtrend. People are still looking for projects, still trying to get their roofing um, fixed. Generally flat. Yeah. I love it. And siding is up too. Yeah. Um, just like home improvement. So folks are looking to get jobs done. Um, so you need to meet them where they are. And that's virtually they're on their phones day in and day out. Gosh, I mean, I'm, I'm looking now at the scrolling down and I'm seeing my screen time today. Don't want to tell our CEO how long I've been on my phone. Gosh, it's embarrassing. Mm -hmm. um, so we'll, we'll keep that private, but <laughs> yeah, people, are on their phones. people are waiting to talk to any person um, outside of like the dog. Um, anytime I get a text, anytime I get a message, like I'm looking forward to some human interaction. So um, homeowners want to communicate and it's all about, you know, taking advantage of it, not going dark right now and just checking in. And what we're finding in, across our customers, at least is, you know, home improvement, th these homeowners, they're comfortable with you completing the job as long as you abide by the social distance guidelines and you have good practices in place to protect them, uh, they're generally going to be receptive to doing that, especially if you're using virtual tools, which I'm really pumped for um, for Kevin at G Fidel to roofing and siding to talk about that in a mm -hmm. bit. Yeah, this is a really interesting stat. And I know you can talk to this a bit better, Josh. Um, but it's in, we partner with a company called Modernize, which is um, uh, inbound leads kind of like it's a home advisor um, for HVAC roofing, siding, solar and windows. Mm -hmm. um, what we recently had a webinar with them and what they told us and it kind of blew my mind was from February to March, inbound leads were only down 2%, which doesn't seem like right to me, but um, it's, it's the gospel for them. And they said, you know, things have been fairly stable. It's very surprising. Yeah. I was, I was interested to see that too. Cause I mean, it supports the Google search trends too, right? I mean, we saw that, you know, the search terms for home improvement were up and home improvement leads are only down 2%. That's great news. And across our customer base, um, you know, we measure conversations that generate revenue. Mm -hmm. So we've got some interesting insights here. So engagement rate from February to March is up 9% with folks that are using Hatch as their communication platform for text, email, and call. So um, homeowners are more likely to respond, which supports exactly what I was talking about earlier, how I'm being on my phone and you're wanting to talk to somebody all the time because mm -hmm. you're going crazy sitting at home. So it makes total sense. Yeah, and uh, sales within the Hatch platform are up 33%. Um, which is, I know we got the stat from our product team and I think we pinged them right back and we're like, you, your math is wrong. I and didn't believe it. What's that? 
I said, I didn't believe it at first. Yeah. It, it, 33% sales are up um, for a month when quarantine and shelter in place regulations went into effect for the first time since like 1918 Spanish flu. Um, it's pretty incredible. Um, but with that, the next stat um, kind of tells a paints the complete picture here, which I think a lot of uh, home improvement companies are applying promotions and discounts to their offerings. Um, I know we have a couple customers that are, um, you know, using messaging, like if you can set your appointment by mid-April, um, we can knock off um, X amount of dollars on the final price, um, seeing some good results with that messaging. So we're seeing 5% decrease in average selling price from February to March. So that mm-hmm. totally makes sense. And obviously, you know, we're going to touch on virtual tools that Kevin's using at GFIDAL, but uh, yeah. I want to quickly touch on a few here. Um, virtual appointments, run those on Whereby, Zoom. Uh, there's a, a bunch of tools out there. We like Whereby because you can actually join it from your browser uh, yeah. on your mobile browser. So your mm-hmm. homeowner could be, you know, somebody that's not very technologically savvy. Uh, they can actually join the meetings without having to download an app or anything. So that's why we like Whereby and they can walk around the house and um, show you, you know, what needs to be done here. Um, mm-hmm. Measurement. I mean, we're going to talk about that in a bit. I know Kevin's using Hover and he'll talk to more of that um, in a bit, I'm sure. And then visualization, company cam, you know, and big industry player to take pictures of jobs. There's a lot of really good estimating tools out there like Leap. They're a partner of ours. You know, you can essentially get get everything signed, executed, that whole quote and estimation process done electronically with Leap. And of course, a shameless plug for us at Hatch here, at the communication platform for text, email, call, and all that automation, automating your conversations. So um, check out that at usehatchapcom slash digital dash toolkit. And if you're uh, if you're listening to this right now and want to jump on the web to see the slides, um, you can go to usehatchapcom slash built by. And uh, now we're going to have Kevin joining yeah. us and I'm really excited to have him on the show. So let's bring him in and we'll talk about what he's doing at GFIDAL to push business forward during COVID-19 using technology. All right. So we're pleased to welcome to the show, Kevin Fetterman. Uh, he uh, works at GFIDAL Roofing and Siding. Welcome to the show, Kevin. Hey, thanks for having me on. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you bet. So uh, real quick, you know, what's your role at, at GFIDAL? And I'm really curious to hear about the transitions that you've had to make during this pandemic. I think everybody on, you know, that's listening would be interested to hear that. Yeah. So my, my major role with the company is uh, director of marketing, but as with most people at, uh, you know, a small to mid-sized company, wear a lot of hats. So I'm involved in a lot of different areas of the business, a part of the management team. <clears throat> so it's certainly been uh, interesting times as we're all experiencing, but uh, we are viewing this as a, you know, an opportunity to rise to the challenge and innovate. So I think we've done a good job of embracing the current situation. And as they say, uh, necessity is the mother of invention. So we've been able to um, take some of the uh, the momentum that we were carrying into the year, as long as with our um, sort of embracing technology for the past few years anyway, <clears throat> and really trying to have technology work for us um, and support uh, everything we're doing across the board. Very cool. Um, 
with some of that technology and what we were talking earlier, what we saw was uh, coming into the month, um, there was like almost no virtual appointments being set. And at the end of March, we were at 500 plus appoint- virtual appointments being set a week. Um, so is, is that something that you were looking for um, coming into this? And then it just kind of expedited the process. Um, I'd love to hear more about um, how you approach virtual appointments. Yep. So prior to this, the term virtual appointment wasn't even in our vocabulary. Uh, (laughs) We sell on uh, we sell on value and therefore take a very uh, consultative approach to, um, you know, our sales appointments and working with our customers. And, you know, there's a lot of hand holding. There's a lot of um, demonstration of our expertise. So it, it, it was important prior to this in our in our sales team's eyes to have that you know, uh, face-to-face in-person interaction. And, uh, that being said, we have been investing in and trying, you know, vetting different technologies to help support that, as I mentioned. Mm-hmm. And so, so things like using drones, uh, using satellite imagery to help with measurements, using 3d, uh, renderings to help visualize what that transformation of the home is going to look like. All of those things were in the works for us. So it was really, um, you know, packaging it all together, adding in, you know, uh, Zoom meetings or, or, or what have you to be able to uh, enable that face-to-face interaction with the, with the customer and, and, and package it up in a way that we now call them virtual appointments, right? So I think we, we had a good leg up in that we were already working on this technology. So it was easy for us to make the switch and really it just became by and large a use of terminology and, and some pers- um, you know, some, some processes and procedures, but as a, as a company, it's something we've done as a whole, which is to put risk mitigation measures in place. Uh, we started that four weeks ago, uh, to protect, you know, our employees and our customers and, you know, people, it's a little cliche to say, but people really do come first. And so as part of that, it just made sense to, to switch to these virtual appointments. And, um, you know, so, so some of the benefit we're seeing out of that, I can, I can just visualize now moving forward. It's, it becomes a much lower bar to set for setting appointments now. So mm-hmm. the homeowner doesn't need to be home at a specific time during the weekday. And I think coming out of this, when everybody gets ramped back up, that's going to be just as important because nobody's going to want to take a day off work to go meet with a contractor. So the ability to maybe do this, uh, review your contract and 3D rendering um, during your lunch break from work is going to be very appealing. And, uh, it, you know, it, it this may help us in, uh, innovate moving forward. So it's exciting. That's awesome. That is exciting. Are you, so is it the same sales reps that you have in the field that are running the virtual appointments or do you have the office folks doing that? How's that working? Nope. Same sales guys. So they're, they're actually going out and to the home. Um, if need be, you know, they're getting on the roof, but by and large, it's, um, it's contact free from both the, the human to human interaction, but also, we're not touching, especially frequently used surfaces like doors and doorknobs, you know, aside, like I said, aside from getting on the roof, we're taking pictures using drones. If we can, um, using, uh, picture imagery actually now through hover to, to do measurements, they can get it down to the inch for measurements. It's really amazing. So you can do roofing, siding, even window, uh, measurements and, and sort of scope out the project all without having to touch the home. That's awesome. Yep. So, so uh, circling back on your question, it, it's our regular sales guys. Everybody has has made the switch. So we don't have a dedicated team. It is the team, and it's just a new uh, offering that we we think we're going to have in our pocket moving forward. 
Yeah, that's awesome. The uh, and it's interesting you mentioned like um, a, a lot of home improvement companies, especially, are they reliant on that um, customer to um, sales rep interaction. Um, when it comes to virtual appointments and interacting with customers, do you have have you put like talk tracks in place? Or do you have a very specific um, kind of strategy to approach that to really make that connection, even though you can't come within six feet of each other? Well, overall, we have some uh, some good guidelines for our guys mm -hmm. and provide really good continuous ongoing training for everybody across the board in our company, and that holds true for sales training as well. So we, we are always looking at best practices and uh, we meet uh, a couple times a month to just talk about what's working and what's not working. And that, that holds true for, for doing these appointments. And, and so sharing those best practices internally, some of those lessons learned, what's, wor what's, what's working, what's not working for us. And uh, we, we really have a, uh, it's an amazing team we have. It's, it, we have a friendly competitiveness, and, but everybody is always willing to help somebody else out. So it, it's a fantastic, unique team we have. That's great. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm very curious to go back and talk about the drone type of work that you're doing, because I mean, obviously, that's a decently high barrier to entry from a from a cost perspective. Um, and I'm sure a lot of home improvement companies are really interested in, in exploring that, especially as you know, folks are wanting to go more touchless on these appointments. Um, you know, what has been what was the approach for you, you know, starting out using drones uh and i guess what were some of the barriers to entry what are some of the the gotchas that you found in the beginning and then you know what can people learn from it moving forward yeah so in terms of the the investment you know it's you can get nowadays you can get a, a decent drone for a couple hundred bucks if you want something that's going to give you you know real super high res um imagery and that's easy to fly you're you're looking at around a thousand twelve hundred bucks per drone mm -hmm. um, so what we do is have a couple people in house that are skilled in pilots you know trained pilots for this and that's the other p uh, tip is that if you're operating a drone on behalf of a business you're uh, required uh, to get a uh, a pilot's license for these so just a little tip uh, and then it's just learning how to fly them really is mm -hmm. Uh, how to fly, how to get close enough that you can get great pictures without, uh, you know, risking running into the house and causing more damage. Uh, there are some limitations in terms of, you know, trees around the house, high winds, low temperatures, all things you have to consider when using it. But it's um, we, we really got into it for the aesthetics. It's just it, it's um, it, it frankly looks cool. You know, people mm -hmm. just like it. It's It's really cool. But the other thing. Uh, the real importance of it as well is the safety uh, factor. So when you have a challenging roof to get on, walk on, uh, difficult sp uh, spot to reach, the backside of a chimney that's, you know, 45 feet up, um, it, that's invaluable. And you can get amazing pictures. You can look down, down the chimney flue and it just it's amazing what you're able to see and visualize with these things. And uh, it keeps everybody safe. Very cool. I'm just imagining like a big obstacle course out outside of your uh, building. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not that good. <laughs> but, but what I will say is, uh, in addition to that, I've explored, you can uh, buy software, and, and actually Hubbard does this as well, <clears throat> where you can use the drone and, and get measurements that way. Um, we find that the pictures and the satellite Im imagery work just as well. So we, we, we're not married to any one 
technology or any one company. Uh, there's a number of different companies we work with for measurements and imagery. Um, it, a lot of it's situational, and um, it, I think it's good to have a, a good bench strength there of, of different options to go to. That's yeah. That sounds like a good good approach there. I I I was on your website earlier, and I was looking at you know obviously you're you're leading with for the touchless appointments on the website. Um, yeah. Are you finding that I guess like our website leads about consistent as, as to what you would expect? Um, are they, you know, down a little bit because of the, the situation? Like, what are you seeing with moving forward with that messaging in terms of lead gen? Yeah. It's so, uh, you know, across the board leads are, are down and, and that's not surprising. I'm actually surprised they're not down more than they are. And mm. I, by and large, I think that is, <clears throat> there's a couple factors there. I think our quick response across the board to, and it's a genuine response, you know, this is not just um, messaging, it's it's genuine yeah. um, action that we've taken across the company and, and we're reflecting that in our messaging. So I think that has helped and, and our ability to do it quickly. And then I, I will uh, I give kudos to our incredible uh, ownership for um, keeping all of us on board and finding a way because a lot of companies um, in the area, a lot of our competition have decided, both big and small, have decided to just lay everybody off, you know, batten down the hatches and weather the storm. Um, and so maybe from a financial standpoint, that's easier for them. Yeah. But in the long run, I think it's going to really hurt them and benefit us because, A, they're going to have a ramp up period. And hopefully we're eating their lunch while they're trying to get back up and running <laughs> or maybe even stealing some of their best guys. But, um, <laughs> I, you know, the, the second downside is, of that is they are not innovating like we are right now. And so, um, to your question about moving forward, I fully anticipate we're going to continue to offer these virtual appointments. And um, in terms of where leads are coming from right now, it, it, they're still coming in from across the board from all of our, our uh, various sources and fairly consistency, al although, as I said earlier, just down a little bit. Yeah. Yeah, I was I, I would expect that. And we were we work with Modernize and we mentioned this earlier. Their Their leads were down just a little bit, but not as much as we were expecting. Yeah. Um, in terms of leads that came in on their site. So that, that was good news to hear. Um, I think, I think another thing that we, we touched on earlier that I want to want to ask you about is financing and uh, how that's impacted your business lately. Are you seeing an uptick in folks wanting to finance with lower interest rates? How are you approaching that? Cause, cause I'm sure a lot of home improvement companies are, are kind of toying with the idea of looking for financing providers to help with that. Yeah, it's we we have a couple different providers that we work with given the situation and, and the terms that people are looking for and you know, you know frankly their their uh, credit history. <clears throat> um, but whether it's you know home remodeling or buying a car or refinancing your home, now is a great time to do that. So I think a lot of people are interested. So yes, we are seeing a little bit of an uptick. Um, we've done some messaging around the you know zero percent financing, deferred payments for ninety days, and. Uh, I think it's getting a little bit of traction, not as much as I thought it would, uh, but but there people are definitely inquiring, especially at the appointments. That's great. Yeah, I was I was wondering about you know how how that can be leveraged from from a COVID perspective, just because of the low financing rate. So that makes total sense that that you're seeing an uptick um, with respect to uh, you. You touched on hover and some of this, you know the the, the measurement technology out there. Um, 
have you found that homeowners are are resistant to seeing that technology or do they get excited about it? I think people are excited about it. It's mm -hmm. uh, even prior to this, you know, it, you get the drone out and people are just, it's cool. You know, it's flashy and it's interesting and we're not doing it just for that purpose, but certainly has a little bit of uh, appeal to it. Uh, so yes, people, people are embracing it, especially given the, the current environment. Um, it, we've had people call in asking for in-person appointments and we've, we've, it's happened less and less in the past two weeks, but yeah. you know, we, we just, uh, kindly explain that for the sake of everybody, um, our employees and our customers, we are not doing in-home appointments anymore. We're not doing in-home work. Everything that would be require us really to, to be in the home with very few exceptions. Um, and in those cases, we're taking extreme uh, risk protection measures, risk mitigation measures. But yeah, we, we've we've had to turn people away from the live in-home in appointments and they're very understanding. So uh, diff different environment, but I think that's, you know, this is going to help us continue that. I think people are, everybody's doing these, uh, you know, Zoom meetings now. So mm -hmm. I, I think um, even even on the uh, just a friendly level, people having, you know, happy hours on Fridays or, um, you know, we've been uh, FaceTiming my, uh, my uh, daughter with her grandparents. And so everybody's learning how to do it. So it's going to make that um, that barrier even lower now, uh, you know, for us for people that are technically challenged. Now that that's been a little bit um, going all the way back to your question about, you know, our sales team, the, the training has been varied because some people are tech savvy and other guys aren't. So it's, it's been interesting, but I think it's forced a lot of us to, to figure it out. Yep. I love it. And I feel like that helps across other parts of the organization too, like on the CRM side of things, like <laughs> once you learn how to use technology the right way, it's like, this can all apply towards other parts of the business where, you know, it really matters there too. Yeah. Sometimes it's nobody loves change and sometimes you got to be forced to do it, but it's going to be for the better for all of us. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Well, awesome, Kevin. Yeah. Appreciate you coming on so much. Um, this was really insightful. Um, some really good stuff. And um, yeah, again, thank you so much for coming on. Hey, thanks for having me. I'm, I'm happy to share. And a lot of people have been sharing what they're doing. Um, mm -hmm. Thanks for doing what you guys are doing. It's just, I think it's important more than ever for us all to share what's working and what's not. So thanks for having me on. Awesome. Thanks so much, Ken. You bet. Awesome. So that was episode number four of Built by Podcast. Thank you so much to Kevin Fetterman um, for that amazing, amazing interview. Some really good insights. We hope you got some takeaways here. Um, that you can apply to your strategies. And we've said it all throughout this podcast, but really what you do today and what you put in place today is going to make you top dog when this blows over. Um, so again, thanks so much for listening and uh, we'll see you in the next episode. Today's podcast has been built by G Fidal, Roofing and Siding. Yeah. Thanks all. We'll talk soon. <laughs> see you next week. See yeah. you.